It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello. Welcome to the show tonight. Romance, dating, love, relationships, and all that goes with it. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Hello. Good evening. Bonjour. Bonsoir. La belle Angie Taylor. Comment ça va? How are you? I am very well. Je t'aime. Je t'aime aussi. I love you too. Je oh, t'aime. And I do. And I know that you love Simon too. And so thank and, you for... And Angie. Oh, well, I don't know about that. There's a lot of hate. Do. Maybe love hate. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for being with us tonight. Like I said, love dating, romance, relationships. We want to talk all about it tonight. 855-905-8255. Phone lines are now open. Simon, I know we're... Um, a little bit removed from the royal wedding at this point. Yeah. But there are a lot of things that have come up from that wedding that I think we should discuss. Great. No First idea. and foremost, you uh, watched the wedding, yes? I did, yes. Okay, so I was in Las Vegas. I stayed up probably 30 hours from Friday until Saturday afternoon watching it. <laughs> Because it was Vegas, and I was already up till 2 a.m., and the wedding's at yeah, 4, and I can't go sleep difference. now, and then here, I'm awake. Bald, loved it. However, everybody noticed that Prince Harry's two ex-girlfriends, Cressida and Chelsea Davey, were both uh, at the wedding. Very surprising. Do, were, you, were you surprised? I, I was very surprised. I was surprised. a little surprised myself. Just a little? I, I was very surprised. Very, I saw a really funny meme of uh, Chelsea Davey. She was wearing all black at the wedding, and somebody said, when you show up for your own funeral. Like, <laughs> meaning oh. she was so bummed out that she let that one go, she wore all black. But the question is... How far do we go in our friendships and our closeness with our exes? Do you invite them to a wedding? Let's talk more about that mm-hmm. when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships, weddings, mm-hmm. royal weddings. Hello, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. I am very well, and I hope you are, too. I am. Okay, great. So, being that we're in a good mood, we're going to talk about uh, your exes. Mm-hmm. I need you to be in a good mood if we're discussing our ex right now, <laughs> because we're talking about the royal wedding. Prince Harry had two of his ex-girlfriends there. Yes. There's a part of me that if I were Meghan Markle walking down the aisle seeing the ex-girlfriends, I'd be like, check it out, I have a tiara on, you're not here. Um, But I want to know, Simon, I know you, um, in your relationships, are friends with a lot of your exes. I am. Can you think of any exes that you would invite to your wedding? None. None. So it's interesting you ask this question because I asked myself the exact same question when I saw both ladies. You and I were thinking the yeah, same thing. Exactly. <laughs> very, I was very, you were a little surprised. I, I was almost shocked. I, this is a very unique situation. Now, I am friends with most of my ex. I have lunch with them probably three, four times a year max, sometimes just once. Mm-hmm. I would never invite them to my wedding. They, I don't think they would want to go anyway. I think it's just awkward. Uh, Why would you not invite them? Because I don't think. Once you have ulala with somebody in the past and you're about to get married with somebody else, this somebody else would want to see that person. So you're saying that your bride-to-be, you don't want to put her in that situation. I don't don't think it's respectful to Mm -hmm. my bride-to-be to to invite some other women or just even one woman I've had ulala with in the past right? because that was in the past. You guys all have shared the same meal. You don't want to discuss how it tasted for everybody. Oh, goodness. No, <laughs> right? exactly. So that I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel the limit is like nothing romantic. The marriage is a celebration of love and romance, and the ex is a friend forever, but that's where the limit is for me. What about you, Angie? How do you feel 
about this? Well, I, listen, the, the reason I, I don't think it's a great idea is for the exact reason that we're talking about it. Because I wouldn't want everyone at the wedding, everyone that knows that we were a couple one time, to be focusing on that dynamic. And are they exchanging glances? Is somebody crying in a bathroom because they're sad? I want the focus to be on the union that I'm making right now. I don't want it to be on how is this other person reacting in the room. I don't want anybody else to know the backstory and be whispering about that yes. instead of whispering about how cute we look together, how beautiful my dress is, how you know dapper my husband looks. Like I want people to be whispering about how great we are and not what's going on over here. Now, <laughs> if it was you invited as an ex-girlfriend, would yes. you have showed up or you would have oh, said thank you, you for the... No, I would have sh- Girl, I would have showed up in the biggest fascinator, like the biggest one. I would have been hitting on David Beckham. I would have been dancing on a bar. I would have made a fool out of myself. For real? Yes, because I'm ratchet, and that's why you don't invite me to your wedding if we've dated. You are wild and savage, John G. Taylor. I would have not showed up. You wouldn't have showed up out of respect. Yeah, I would say thank you so much for the invite. You know, God bless, congrats, and best wishes but I just don't think I could have showed up. That's I know why you could have. I just That's why you're the romantic and the sweetheart, and that's why I'm a psycho. So <laughs> I want to know no. from our listeners, would you invite your ex to your wedding? Why or why not? When we come back, 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. The topic is, would you invite your ex to your wedding? Prince Harry invited two of them. Um, what's the deal there? 855-905-8255. Let's go to Beachwood Village on Louisville's 100.5 KISS FM. That's where Barry is listening. Hey, Barry. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. Uh, I have one ex. That's not to say I would invite any other ex, but I have one who she and I have been close friends for over 10 years now, and we dated very, very briefly, like 12 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that dating was a mistake, but that was just definitely not the format our relationship was supposed to take. Okay, I think that the distance makes a big difference, and I agree with what Barry says. Like, there has to be a statute of limitations. If it was decades ago and you're still friends, now you're friends. You don't look at that person as we dated anymore. Now you're in a different place for a long time. Simon, do you feel the same way? No. No. <laughs> Once, because Barry, I'm just my limit is if you didn't have the ulala, yes, you can invite. If you had ulala, no, you cannot invite. Okay, so Barry, would you tell your bride to be that one of your exes that you did have ulala with is going to be in attendance, or would you say it's just my friend? I'm going to be very honest and upfront with my partner, uh, and and before we come anywhere close to the altar, she's already going to know the backstory. And that's great. So if she said no, I'm not cool with that. You would say? I would say, all right, but it's kind of hard to imagine marrying somebody that wasn't cool with me inviting one of my absolute closest friends in the world. Whose feelings are more important, though? That's the question. Okay, obviously, the, the woman that I'm marrying, right. uh, her feelings are of, of, right. of paramount importance. Right. She's not saying you can't be friends with them anymore. She's saying, I just don't want to see it at my wedding, and that's fine, and whatever. But, Barry, we appreciate your call. Thank yeah. you so much for your input. Good luck Thank to you. Thank you, guys. And Thanks for calling the rendezvous. Yes. All right. Let's do Simon an email from one of right. our listeners that okay. came in into simonandangie.com. That's next on the rendezvous.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. You found the show for you. If that's what you're all about, Simon mm-hmm. Marcel, our French romantic. I'm Angie Taylor. Simon, we got an email that came in to simonandangie.com from a listener. Wonderful. Needing some advice. So let's go to it. And listening in Tampa, Florida on Mix 100.7 says, I'm currently in a huge fight with my husband uh-huh. because we both talked about wanting to go see this particular movie together, date night, but he went with his friend instead. Mm. We planned on seeing it together for weeks before it came out. He said he didn't think it was such a big deal and that he'll go see it again. But that's not even the point. I'm upset about it because it makes me think he doesn't care about my feelings. I told him I need time to think about what happened and told him to stay at his friend's house until I'm ready to see him again. It's very serious. Um, She says he thinks I'm being ridiculous. Would you guys be mad if you were me? So... They've been planning for weeks to see this movie together. He goes, sees it with a friend. No big deal. She's mad. Is this a little extra, the reaction? Is she spot on? Should she have maybe handled it differently? Or should he have handled it differently next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We have an email uh, from our listener, Anne, that came in at simonandangie.com. She listens in Tampa saying, I'm in a huge fight with my husband because we have been planning for weeks to go see this movie. Uh, We couldn't wait. But then he goes and sees it with his friend Mm -hmm. uh, before we got to see it. He didn't think it was a big deal, but I am mad. Um, I feel like he doesn't care about me, think about my feelings. I told him to think about what happened and stay at your friend's house. And then you can stay there until I'm ready to see you again. He thinks I'm being ridiculous. Simon, do you think she's being ridiculous? No, I don't think she's being ridiculous. I think she's right on the fact that it was selfish from him to go see the movie without her. So he screwed up right there. No question about it. Right. Because when, you, when you're together, when you're in a relationship, when you're married, when you're in a partnership, whatever that is, and you, have, you look forward to the experience together, and the, one of the partners decides, well, I'll go without you, and then we can go later or not go at all, that is not an expression of love. It's an expression of, like, I don't care what we've decided together. So and that's how she's saying she feels. She's right. Now, the reaction, I think you go too far. Sending him to, to sleep somewhere else. I agree. I mean, if I was him, I would feel... Like, shocked, guilty to have let you down for the movie, but shocked that you're asking me to not sleep at the house. At our home. I mean, you're, you're a married even, couple. It, you know, <laughs> I'm your husband, and I haven't cheated on you, so you got to come down and bring him home. I mean, because this is not going well. Yeah, I, I feel like the reaction doesn't warrant the feeling. I Obviously, I would be mad, too. My husband and I, we, like, have these Netflix shows that we watch together. Right. And if he's out of town on the road for work or I'm not there, he won't watch it without me. I won't watch it without him because it's kind of our date night. And once you're, you know, a married couple for a long time, you really look forward to those moments where you kind of get excited about, oh, my gosh, tonight is our show. I can't wait to, like, snuggle on the couch and watch it. It, it, yes, I understand her feelings about, oh, man, why did you do that? I was planning on it. I was looking forward to it. That was going to be our date. But the reaction. It's like throwing the atomic bomb in relationship. When you have to send your man to the doghouse, to a friend's house, to his mom's house. That's like some, bad. Something bad happened, now, right? Exactly. So maybe you've done that because something else has happened we don't know about. Maybe it's just an accumulation of him being selfish. But this is overreacting right. if it's just about the movie. I, and I think it's important for her to let him know that it hurt her feelings, that she had all these plans, that she was really disappointed 
But when you go baby with the bathwater, all of that immediately, now you put your husband in a position where he's tiptoeing around every little thing. Because I, is she going to throw me out for this? Is she going to make me go stay at my friend's house for that? Like, he's walking on eggshells. True. The unknown is that why he did it. It's a strange thing for a husband once you say to your wife. You know, sometimes I, I just don't get it. I, sometimes I don't feel like it's like this whole huge plan to make her upset. I think maybe he didn't realize how important it was. Sometimes people don't know how important things are to you. That's true. And then you react and they're like, why are you overreacting? And to you, you're not overreacting. But to them, it seems ridiculous. I mean, we all do this in life. What's yeah. important and personal to you might seem trivial to somebody Th- that's else. That's true. That's true. But that's a good yes. point, Angie. I mean, next time, you know, just Stick let to your the feel- plan. Yes. Let him know that you're upset. Let him know you're disappointed. But maybe not, like, put him in jail for I a year for that. I would not do that. All right. Thank you, Anne, for writing into The Rendezvous. Simon, yes. it's Wednesday. That means it's Woman Crush Wednesday. Yes, it is. So let's get a voicemail that came in. Okay. Somebody has a crush on a woman. We want to hear the deal that goes along with that. There must be some drama. Otherwise, they wouldn't be calling. True. And Simon and I will talk about that next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Um, I want to go to the phone because it is Woman Crush Wednesday. Yes. Meaning if you ever have a problem regarding a woman you have a crush on, we are here for you to try to help you out. So let's go to the voicemail we got. This is listening in Albany, New York, Iris. Hi, guys. Hi, Simon. Hi, Angie. Um, This is Iris. I am listening out of... Um, New York's Albany 99.5 station. I love you guys. I listen to you all the time. And I know you guys have the um, Women Crush Wednesday segment. And I have a really quick question. Um, Something's been troubling me. I recently have been thinking a lot and intimately about one of my best girlfriends. And it's just unusual for me because I've never had a girlfriend. I've never considered myself bisexual. I've always considered myself very straight and I just don't know what to do about it or if I should do anything about it, given that I don't want to ruin this friendship that I have as she's my best friend. Like I've known her for five years and um, this has been something that's been brewing for the past three months or so. So I just wanted to reach out to you and see if you can offer me any advice and hopefully help me figure this out. Mm. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Bye. Whoa, that's interesting. I mean, five years of best friendship, and then all of a sudden, in the la- what happened in the last three months that made her best friend suddenly look delicious? I, that's what I'm dying to know. Like, she changed her hair? Did she, like, what's what's going, what's different? What has changed? I want to know what you have to say. Yep. Give some advice to Iris on mm-hmm. how she should handle the crush on her bestie. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We just had a call that came from Iris saying, I've been best friends with a girl for five years. In the last three months, I suddenly have a crush. I'm thinking about her a different way. What am I supposed to do with these feelings? Simon, how would you handle that situation? Iris, thanks for reaching out to us and listening to us. But I I would not uh, move on that friend. I would realize maybe I have feelings for the same sex and look maybe for date somebody of the same sex, but not this best friend. For one reason, you know your best friend. You didn't tell us your best friend is either a lesbian or attracted by women. We don't know that. So I'm going to assume she's not. 
And therefore, I would not touch the friendship. Because once you said to that best friend, for instance. It changes the dynamic. Forever. Instead of realizing you may be attracted by women, and why not then? Explore that. Exactly. You can go online or this and, and meet other women, wonderful and all that. And then go from there. Mm-hmm. Keep your best friend the bestie mm-hmm. and then date somebody else. Mm-hmm. Especially since she said she's never been attracted to women before and all of a sudden it's happening. I mean, maybe explore the waters. Like Simon said, don't use your best friend for experimenting. As, for experimenting. Exactly. It could destroy it. The only also good thing is if you experiment outside of your best friend and have a relationship with a woman, your best friend, let's say sees you as another woman, you'll talk about all this, and let's say you, your best and friend then she, becomes also... And she might say, you know what? I've had a crush on, on you. you this whole five years. Yes. So, I'm so happy to see that you feel the same. Exactly. Iris, thank you so much for calling and leaving that voicemail with us. We get a lot of uh, voicemails that come in, obviously. We also get a lot of social media direct message questions yeah, yeah. that come into Simon and Angie, and we find things on social media, too, that I think are great questions. When we come back, I want to talk about those next yes. on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight, lucky you, with Simon and Angie. (laughs) Love dating romance relationships. So, you know, the royal wedding went down. It was beautiful. Yes. It was amazing. Yes, it was. There were a lot of beautiful people there. Very romantic wedding. Yes. And Simon, I saw on social media, just scrolling through, we're Simon and Angie on all our platforms, by the way. Follow us. Um, I saw somebody posting pictures of David Beckham at at the royal wedding. When my husband was looking, you know, he's watching with me, he looks at David Beckham and he says, that jerk. And I'm like, what? And he's like, he ages backwards. He looks so good. He was like, you know, having a salty moment. Somebody on social media said, you can't let another man come in with this much sauce and look this good at your wedding. I mean, so I'm wondering, (laughs) were you upstaged at your own wedding by somebody that was there? Maybe it was somebody that was just... Drop dead gorge like David Beckham. Maybe it was somebody that was wearing all white. Maybe it was somebody that was, you know, like, oh, I've heard stories about people proposing at other people's weddings. I mean, way to take away the shine. Somebody stole your shine or maybe it was you. You mean you didn't know? Yeah, right. Maybe you stole the shine from somebody else. Right. Have you ever been wedding. in that situation? I mean, Simon, you're very suave. I could see you walking into a wedding and people all no, eyes on you. No, Angie. No, no. <laughs> Nothing. I, I'm not David Beckham, and uh, I know I, I, I've never been in that situation. Well, uh, listen, uh, David well, didn't mean to. Character. David didn't mean to. I mean, every room he walks into, he's going to steal the spotlight. He's and just, I don't, I don't think he, compared to Prince Harry, who's an elegant man. Compared to Meghan, I mean, nobody's stealing the spotlight from her. Well, exactly. So right. compared to Meghan, but I, I don't know what you think between Prince Harry and David Beckham, but it's two different style of men, right? Yeah. Well, David Beckham all day, <laughs> all day, every day. All but day, you know, day. just even like the the way you dress, or it, whether it's impeccable or tacky. Well, so Oprah, I, I saw. Yeah, I saw Oprah too. Did you see? Okay, so she was wearing that peach dress, yes. Stella McCartney. Yeah. She said that she had a moment the day before, like a, a wardrobe malfunction, because the original dress was like a cream color. Yeah. And she started freaking out, saying, I'm going to be on camera. This might come across as white on, oh, ca- on camera. And she made Stella and everybody scramble to find this dress that wasn't white or cream because she was nervous. She was very aware of the fact that she didn't want to be that person to be, you know, upstaging somebody at their wedding. How would you feel if it was your wedding and somebody else was doing something on purpose to upstage you? Oh, I'm easygoing. So I, I would think it's silly. Yeah. 
uh, insecurity, but I would laugh. It's so much about it would be me and my wife. That's what I'm saying. The rest of the world, I don't think I would look at much. You have blinders on. Yes, you, that day. You're in this bubble. Which, which exactly, which I thought Prince Harry and Meghan had exactly that. I yeah. thought they were in the bubbles, even though they said hi to everybody, but I really felt the you, love and the connection between those two. You see nobody else. There's 8 million people there on the street. In the chapel, yeah. everywhere, it, all you see is that one person. Yeah, so... I, I had an uncle that was drunk at a reception mm-hmm. that got carried out. You know when somebody has to put one arm around, yeah, one neck, yeah. one... Like, carried out like that? Oh, oh. And I only saw it on, you know, as he was being taken away, and I la- I don't care. Yeah, you don't care. I'm sure everybody else was talking about it. I didn't even really notice. So, I'm wondering, though, if this happened to you, maybe it was you that accidentally, or <laughs> yeah, purpose, purposely, question. upstaged somebody... At their wedding, were you upstage? Let's talk to listeners. What happened with you? 855-905-8255 next. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The royal wedding. Everybody was looking at David Beckham because he looked so dapper, Simon. Yes. And somebody on social media said, you can't let another man come in with this much sauce and look this good at your wedding. I mean, wearing something like that. A lot of times people make faux pas. You get upstaged at your own wedding? Does that happen? 855-905-8255. Let's go to the phones. Yes. Um, listening in Peyton, Colorado on my 99.9. Let's talk to Erica. Hi, Erica. Hi. So were you upstaged or did you upstage or witness this? Uh, I have witnessed it. I was at a wedding where a girl wore a really, really low plunging neckline. And then she also had, you know, fake boobs. So it was just. Quite an eyeful. <laughs> it was all on display, is what you're saying. Yes, I could tell the bride was not happy. It was more something, you know, you would wear to like, I don't know, a club or I don't know, your anniversary or something. I don't know. Or not wear at all. <laughs> I mean, I feel like with weddings, you know, you sort of expect people to know how to dress, but you always have that crazy uncle or that weird cousin that's going to show up in something and you just kind of got to brush it off. I don't, I honestly don't remember what anybody wore to my wedding except yeah. me and my husband. I'm surprised that the bride, in your case, uh, Erica, even noticed. Did other guests at the wedding notice? Well, yeah, I mean, they were just, you could not miss it. I mean, it was such a deep V. And then her big girlies <laughs> that she had. It the big was, girlies. You know, I think you noticed. I think, Erica, Erica, yeah. you were checking it out more than uh, anybody. I agree. <laughs> I you checked it out, Erica. I, I was tell. jealous. Yeah, Erica's like, where do I put my dollars, and who is your doctor, by the way? (laughs) Right, but you don't want that girl at your wedding. (laughs) No, you don't. Or you you just don't want to be that girl at someone's wedding. But thank you so much for your call, too. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Erica. We appreciate you listening. thank you. Producer Jill just found us a list of things we should not wear to a wedding. Uh Uh-huh. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. So what not to wear at the wedding, Simon? Mm -hmm. This all started about the uh, royal wedding. Uh, David Beckham looking way too good. Okay? (laughs) All focus on David Beckham. But here's really, in reality, you can't help if you're sexy. Um, Here's what not to wear. Do not wear white. Rule number one. Right. I mean, come on. That should be, that should go without saying. However, I was at my friend's wedding on New Year's Eve, Uh just this last New Year's Eve. Her mother walked her down the aisle. Wearing all white, head really? to toe. Oh. And I was like, mom is trying to make a statement. Mom is jealous. Um, number two, leave the sweats at home. Who wears sweats? 
please. I hope so, nobody I mean, dies. don't even wear jeans. That's number three. Denim is a no-no. Even cool denim? Even cool denim. When I was I'm getting married, six. somebody I work with was like, well, what if I wear a sport coat in denim? I'm like, no. Oh, the sports coat. But what about those jeans that are, you know, no. black? No. Man. Okay. I mean, what are you saving the good clothes for? If well, not a wedding. That, that's I mean, come on. You got you got some good clothes in that closet. Pull them out. Really. Um, say goodbye to shorts. <laughs> that's specifically for men, they're saying. Uh, say goodbye to shorts permanently I for mean, all the men outside of the beach or the swimming pool. That's, that's I mean, summer. I summertime. You can wear shorts in the summer. Cover your shoulders when it's warranted. So if you know it's a very formal, very church, very religious service, maybe cover up. Um, I feel like that We're would talking kind of, just the shoulders. The shoulders. Like, just cover your shoulders. Some some churches require it. Okay. Um, rips and holes, don't. Right. And rips and holes, yes. That's basically, you know, the but do's So and there's don'ts. nothing about the low cleavage that uh, our last caller, I think it depends uh, Eric, on the wedding. I was talking about, right? I had more cleavage than anybody at my own wedding. I was very close to uh, really? yeah, a wardrobe malfunction at all times. Um, <laughs> Simon, when we come back, yes. I want to do our favorite game, Date or, or dump. dump. That's an email we got about advice next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, is here. At your service, Angie. Always. They always. That's indeed. where we like our men, at our service. <laughs> thank you, Simon. That, that is me. Uh, especially a romantic, handsome man like yourself. Oh, thank you, And Angie. I'm your American realist, Angie Taylor. And you keep me real. I try. Um, date or dump, that's what we're going to play. Yes. An email that came in to simonandangie.com. This comes from Teresa, Mm -hmm. listening in Bronxville, New York on 98.5 The Cat. Hi, Simon and Angie. Can't get enough of your show. I listen every single night on Teresa. Thank you. Um, I need your help. I went out on a date with a guy. He took me to this really nice restaurant, which was amazing. Yep. But when the waitress came over, she recognized him and said something like, Wow, every time you come in here, you're with a new girl, another girl. What happened to the one you were with last time? (laughs) Jeez. He tried to laugh it off and said it was because it's his favorite spot. He goes there all the time. Uh, It was definitely an awkward moment for me, though. We didn't really talk about it, but it's on my brain. I've been thinking about it. So he asked me to go out with him again, but I feel some type of way about this all because he apparently dates a lot, and he always takes girls to the same place, which doesn't really make me feel special. Do you think I should date or dump him, Simon? This is interesting. I want to know what your perspective is. Do you always take women to the same place? I shouldn't even ask that because I know you love like one or two places, but you're a creature of habit. So, okay, but there is a big difference between taking someone and someone else to the same restaurant. I mean, after all, all of us, about five to ten maximum restaurants we'll go to we love okay. in the city. Usually it's about five to ten right. that we go to. So I don't think that's abnormal. What's abnormal is the waitress saying... You know, what she said to him in front of Teresa. But she said it. And she, you can't control and, what other people are going to say. But, but, but she said it because she's mad at him. It doesn't she's, matter why she said it, though. But no, no. The intention was, was to break them up. Yes. To either prevent her to fall into a trap of this guy. So is she so supposed Teresa, to just not date him again because the waitress has a crush on him? Like, I don't so, think it matters the waitress's intention. What she's saying is I didn't feel special because he takes me to the same place as everybody else. Exactly. So I totally understand why Teresa saw this as a red flag because there's like a warning. Is this woman warning Teresa of the danger that this guy's a player? Option one. Or this waitress is a crush on this guy. It might be both. And it, it may be both. So what do you say? Date or dump? I say give him another date. One more date? One more dinner somewhere else. If another waitress comes to the second restaurant and says the same thing, it's a dump. 
But I would get, I would like to get to know him and and make your judgment based on the next dinner. Yeah, what do you I, say, Angie? I, I agree with you, Simon. I also say date. I mean, it was your first date. You can't control what other people are going to say or, you know, there are always circumstances that can ruin a first date and maybe we should give somebody else the benefit of the doubt and try again because you don't know each other well yet. I would say this. I would suggest it to anybody that does frequently date online. Maybe switch up the places so to avoid this kind of thing. Um, and here's maybe an opportunity to That's try something point. new yeah. because maybe the person you're going on a date with is into a different kind of food, into a different kind of neighborhood or somewhere else. And there's a great opportunity for you to branch out and try something new so this doesn't happen. That, in the future. That, that, that's a great point. A lot of my friends who online date, mm -hmm. go have coffee like with new dates, all the time, same Starbucks coffee or whatever coffee. Yeah. So they, you may see them with 30 it's, different people in one year. Right. Just when, having a coffee. When you're dating strangers, you want something comfortable and familiar. And yes. so it's conceivable that you will go to the same places. However, let this be a lesson to everyone listening that dates online and dates frequently. Change it up. Absolutely. And good luck, Teresa. We say try one more time. One, one last time. But if, if, yeah. if women still co keep coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> Start running. There you go. Thanks so much for writing in Simon and Angie.com with your question. We always take them uh, online. We take them on the phone, 855-905-8255. More Rendezvous next. Thanks so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We had so much fun talking yes. to everyone yes. and hopefully helping people with their love lives, hopefully. dating lives. 855-905-8255. Um, if we're not here and you have a question, leave a message anytime. We'll answer those on the air for you as well. Simonandangie.com. Yes. That is everything online. You can listen to the podcast. You can send an email question. Our podcast tonight, uh, if you missed anything, The Royal Wedding Inviting Exes. Because Harry had two there. Mm -hmm. um, would you invite an ex? What not to wear? Because um, David Beckham like just kind of blew everybody away with his David Beckhamness That's and right. perfection. And maybe you shouldn't be so sexy at some oh, oh, really? at, on, on the okay. earth. Okay. Also, <laughs> a Woman Crush Wednesday. Iris's voicemail that we got about her crush on her female best friend. Mm -hmm. Never had feelings for a female. What does she do? And then Teresa's date or dump that we actually just talked about, her email that came in about the guy that she went on a first date with, taking her other women always to the same place. The waitress says something to disrupt it, like, whoa, you just bring all your girls here, don't you? Now she's put off. Yeah. Um, but that's where our Simon Says came in for the night, your advice. Thanks, Angie. I said, don't let the outside creep into your intimate world, meaning... You know, outside people, outside influence may say something, influence to try to change your mind. Follow your intuition. Don't let them creep into your intimate world. Yeah, that could be uh, the random waitress like this one or your friends or your family, your coworkers. Everybody has an opinion on your life. Everybody. Because people Make, you know, would rather talk about your drama than their own. Follow your own heart. Yes. I love it, Simon Marcel. Well, welcome. Well said. Well said. Merci beaucoup. Thank you. We post a lot of, or all, actually all of Simon's says yeah. on our social media. We post them on Instagram a lot. Simon and Angie on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Until tomorrow, we are The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.